So, um, in my notes, in what we're going to talk, what I'm going to talk to you about tonight, I actually titled this, um, the joke is on you. And I didn't put that on the post on the title because I felt like it might be perceived as rude. Um, and that's not my intent at all ever. Um, but I, I kind of disciplined myself a little bit in these notes. Okay. And so I'm going to share it with you ladies and I'm a little nervous. So forgive me in advance. Uh, that's not what I mean. It's just something that I am extremely passionate about because I have had to learn the hard way. And I very much want to help you ladies not have to learn the hard way, okay? So, let's get started, all right? Um, so, something that, this, this is one of those things that I actually have gotten on here and I have talked about before. Actually, I, I actually went through my notes from the last time that I talked about this um, to kind of refresh and 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 make sure that I wasn't crazy and I had actually talked about it. Um, but I think this is actually a bigger issue than what I had realized before. And so I truly, truly feel like that. Hi, Casey. So I truly, truly feel like that warrants it being discussed again, okay? Um, so the exact phrase, I actually talked about this in Marriage Breakout last weekend at the conference as well. So um, the exact phrase that I used at the conference this weekend was, I'm a mom, you know, I've been married this long, I have three children, um, that's a fact. I do actually have three kids. Okay. Um, but what if, what if I told you, oh, I have three kids Four if you count my husband, there's the joke. All right. The joke that's on me. Okay. So, um, it's common. It's very, very common to hear that. And it honestly, it is insanely common. Like, it is so bad that it needs to be addressed again and again and again until we as women, we as ladies, we as kingdom-minded Christ followers, warriors for God's kingdom, learn to stop, okay, and uh, this might very well be the very first post that I get truly emotional with you ladies because it hurts me, okay? And I've seen it a lot and I've done it a lot, okay? And so that is why I titled this in my notes, The Joke is on You, because I did not realize that the joke was in fact on me. I thought every single time that I made that joke that I was making him look bad <laughs> and myself look better. And um, God had to really, really work on me hard, so hard 
and show me how wrong I was. So wrong. Um, so what happens when we say something like that or we use that joke or, you know, we say other little things like, um, oh, what, he, he couldn't find his head if it wasn't attached to his body, if it wasn't for me. Or, you know, I'm going to use this as an example. He asked me, where was the stapler? And I told him it was on his desk. Well, instead of being on the right side of the desk, it was actually on the left side of the desk. So, obviously, he didn't see it, right? Just these little, these little bitty things that we do and we say a lot that put our husbands down in a lot of different ways, okay? What you're actually doing, what I was actually doing when I said those things or when I displayed that behavior was I was spiritually castrating my husband, okay? Um, I'm not going to go into what actually does it mean to be castrated, we all have access to the internet and Google. If you are unclear what the word castrate means, please look it up. It is not a pleasant process, okay, at all. Um, but what we are doing when we do that is we are spiritually castrating our husbands, okay? Um, it is secretly. So even if you're saying these things and your husband is not present and we're thinking, well, he's not here. He doesn't know it can't hurt him. Right? Wrong. Okay. When you're doing it, hi, Lena, when you are doing that, and especially if he's not there, if he's not present to prove otherwise or defend himself with his actions or attitude or whatever, you are then secretly behind his back stripping him, stripping him of his leadership, of his authority, in your marriage, first of all, in your home, all around in general, and with your kids, your kids, his kids, yours, mine, and ours, it doesn't matter, okay? It is spiritually castrating and stripping him of his leadership and his authority in every area of his life, okay? Because a fact that I had to deal with was my husband, number one, is not my biggest and oldest child that will always require the most supervision. He's not, okay? That's not who he is. He's a grown man, all right? And the fa another fact that I had to deal with is that he does provide for me. So there's number one, okay? I mean, that's that's a big one that he does that my children don't do. He provides for me. Another one is he protects me, okay? 
That's something my children don't can't do. They're tiny. My youngest child is 36 pounds. What good is he going to do if I need protection? He's not, okay? So physically, my husband provides for me. He protects me. And there are other things that he does that my children do not do, okay? He does things for me. He gives me things that my children will never and should never be asked to do for me, all right? So aside from those most obvious facts, okay, to prove to us that our husbands are not our oldest child, okay, let's talk about some other things. What are we actually saying when we say things like that, okay? We are saying, we are claiming, we are taking ownership of this idea that we have to pull the most weight on the parenting front. We are absolutely in a relationship with a grown man who cannot look after his own self. And we know that's not true. If he's ever put gas in his own car, that's an adult thing. If he goes to work, that's an adult thing. If he's ever stopped at the grocery store, that's that's an adult thing. You know, let, let's be real about a few certain things, right? Um, it it's also we're we're claiming and we're making a statement that it is our job as the woman to coddle our husbands and what's even what's even worse than that now i'm not saying you should never spoil your husband you should never take care of him you should never nurture him you should never you know love him a little bit here and there everybody deserves that everybody even our grandparents okay everybody deserves a little love and a little bit of spoiling from time to time okay that's not what I'm getting at there. We are making a statement that says it's it's our job to mother him, which it's not, okay? We are saying that he's never going to pull his weight because he's a moron, basically, okay? He's, he's never going to measure up. He's not good enough. We're not equal because he's a child, which is just a lie. Straight from the enemy, in fact, okay? And the reason I know it's from the enemy is because I've already said it. It is spiritually castrating your husband and stripping him of his authority and, and his leadership, okay? It is. And that's a trick from the devil. Don't fall for it. I did. You don't, okay? Um, so this, this also continues to perpetuate this idea, okay, that marriage and parenthood are not equal, okay? Um, and I get it. It's a joke. You know, it's, it's just a joke. But... 
we we cannot we as as Christian women who are trying to be continually better every single day, baby step takers, okay? Every single day, we cannot continue to think that the things that we say and the jokes that we make have zero repercussions, okay? Because we are responsible for what comes out of our mouths. We are. Um, and just the idea that we would have to just stay on top, like just stay on top of our husbands to just get anything done the same way that we might have to do that to our children is, it's kind of mind blowing, you know, because we don't. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll tell you a little secret, okay, about um, self-esteem and the mind and self-worth, okay, um, and it's, it's, it's kind of like in a parable-ish form, okay, so stay with me through it, um, let's think of it like a dog, for example, okay, you can absolutely whip a dog into submission to you. You can. You can break their spirit. You can you can break their ability to question their own authority and whether or not what they want to do is the right thing to do because you have whipped that out of them. Okay? So, eventually, you can do that to your husband. Eventually, you will have a husband that has submitted to you and he will follow your every command, but he will do no more, okay? He will be as good as a dog. He will follow commands and he will expect treats and nothing else. He, he will sit, he will stay, he will shake hands and he will expect tummy scratches. That's it, that's all he's gonna be good for, okay? So, he will stop thinking for himself. He will stop displaying any, oh, there was a bug. He will stop displaying any kind of autonomy whatsoever. So that means he will stop taking initiative on daily tasks. He will stop taking out the trash because he doesn't know if it's the right time or the right way or the right bag or he or, or whatever or he's tying the knot correctly. Um, he will stop helping the kids get dressed because what if he puts them in the wrong clothes? Then you'll grow up. <laughs> he will stop cutting up the kids' food because what if he does it wrong? He will stop doing anything other than simply following commands like a dog. 
okay? And that's not what we want. Why will he do that? Because we have whipped it out of him. We have broken his self-esteem and his self-worth and his spirit, okay? But I'll tell you something scarier, ladies, is that is not even the most dangerous part, all right? That's not even the dangerous part. That's not even the most scary, okay? The dangerous part, really, about this mentality with our husbands is that it is not our place to make him submit to us. <laughs> Ladies, who do you want your husband to submit to? You? Or do you want him to submit to God? And his will, okay? I'm sorry. That is completely backwards from how God intended marriages and families to be, okay? We need so desperately our husbands to be strong to be courageous, to be bold and authoritative and God-fearing men, okay? Not wife-fearing men. That is... Okay? So... We cannot expect our husbands to be in submission to us six days a week, for example, and then show up to church on Sunday morning and say, God, I give my husband to you. Uh, I just want your will for his life. I want, I want you to lead him to make our family the best. <laughs> You are contradicting yourself, okay? Kind of like Lexi was talking about on Monday. What you have given to God, don't take it back, all right? You cannot take it back and then expect God to bless it. It's not how that works. <laughs> I say that a lot, ladies. That's not, it's just not how that works, okay? Give your husband to God. Tell him that he is powerful, that he is authoritative, that he is able and he is capable and he is smart and you trust him and you believe in him and you are on his side through thick or thin, okay? And he will, be, he, you know, what is so wonderful about our husbands is that they will believe us. They will believe what we tell them every time. Okay? So if you tell him that every decision that he makes is stupid and unnecessary and inconvenient and a joke and an inconvenience and a burden and you treat him like he's a child to you, 
he will believe you. Without a doubt. Because you're the most precious thing to him. Outside of his kids, of course. But you are the most cherished, honored possession that he has. So why would he not believe you when you tell him those awful things? Mine did. Mine believed me. So it is our job. It is our duty. It is our calling, ladies, to tell our husbands who and what they are. And a child is not one of them. A joke is not, is not it. A burden is not it. An inconvenience is not it. Okay? What they are is our leaders, our protectors, our earthly physical providers. They are strong. They are anointed. They were created by God to lead us and our families in the best way that they can. And the way that they're going to do that is with a helper, okay? Not a slave master. They are going to do that with a helper who lifts him up when he needs it, when he is weak, when he is struggling, when he has failed, when he has forgotten. <laughs> wow, really sorry. I told y'all at the beginning I might actually get emotional, and it did. When they have when they have failed, when they have forgotten, when they are unsure of themselves, when they are confused, when they are lost, when they are broken, when they need to be healed. It is our job to lift them up in their moments of weakness, not tear them down further, okay? So I'm begging you ladies, I'm begging, really, all of you ladies, learn from my mistakes, please, okay? I know that this might possibly have felt like being disciplined a little, um, and that's probably what it was, um, definitely to me. Most definitely to myself, promise. Um, reminding myself of this every day, because I need reminding every day. Um, and it takes work to override that default mode that we have as women. It takes real work along with supernatural help, okay? Because I'm telling you, you can rebuild your husband. Maybe he's been broken down. That's okay. You can rebuild him into what God called him to be, not what you said he was. You can build him up 
into what you know he can be and not what you accidentally let slip out of your mouth, okay? And if this means that you or I, all of us, have to change, have to be radically transformed in order to do that, in order to be that for our husbands, then so be it, okay? What do you have to lose to gain a powerful, authoritative, and victorious man of God for your husband? What do you have to lose? Nothing, okay? So if we have to change in order to build them up into their true calling, then do it, ladies. Just like, Alina, you're taking the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Just like Casey said, Friday night at the conference, God changed me first. Move me first. Work in me first. I have nothing else to lose, God. I decided to put this in my own hands and I ruined it and I broke it and I boogered it all up. So change me first. Deal with me first. Here I am willing to for you to mold into whatever you want me to be so that my husband can be whom you want him to be, whomever you want him to be, okay? It's a lot, ladies, but I'm, I'm telling you, this mentality of these jokes tearing down our husbands are not getting us anywhere because the joke is on us when we do that, okay? It's, it's not, it's not on him. That's, that's a reflection of our hearts. The words that come out of our mouths are a direct reflection of what we have in our hearts. So we have got to change first. Takes bravery, bravery ladies, but I think you can do it. Okay. Um, I love y'all very much. So thank you for listening to my little rant and my little discipline. (laughs) Um, It hurt me, I promise. So it wasn't just all at you guys. This was a reminder to Brittany as well. Um, I love you ladies so very much. And I am counting on all of you ladies to keep pushing me in the right direction and to keep pushing other ladies in the right direction and to hold each other accountable and responsible for the way that we are treating our husbands and the way that we are building them up or tearing them down because it starts and ends with us, okay? So, all right, it is quite late after 10 o'clock. I am gonna let you ladies go and I'll see you very soon and I love you all so very much.